0: Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% LA Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five time MLS Cup champion, LA Galaxy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm your host, Josh Guessman, coming to you on Thursday, May 12th, the LA Galaxy getting a 3-2 scrape by win over Cal United Strikers FC U.S. Open Cup game at Great Park in Irvine. We're going to talk about that game, tell you how much fun I had. I had a glass. It was a good time. I know a lot of Galaxy fans were there. Got to say hi to a bunch of people too. So we're going to do that. Also, can you say El Trafico? That's right. Open Cup draw has just been made and if I am the first one to tell you there's an El Trafico coming up in May, the LA Galaxy will host it. We'll have all the details on that that we know right now sort of get you through all that. And of course, the Galaxy coming up against the number three team in the Western... Excuse me, the number four team in the Western Conference, because the Galaxy are number three. Number four team in the Western Conference, FC Dallas. Uh, that's going to be maybe a defensive standoff. We're going to talk a whole bunch about that and get you ready for that game. All right, to help me do all of it, he's back. It's the Hammer himself, Mr. Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. Eric, how's it going, buddy? Good to be back. Happy
1: to be back. I, yeah, I'm back in Texas. You're in California. Did the old... Switcheroo, yeah, we you know, uh, like waved our, on the way by. I think, our, I think our planes, you know, waved at each other last week, so that was kind of a fun, fun story. But yeah, it's it's Dallas week, so you know, I had you have to join the show this week.
0: Yeah, so I was going to say, excited you're, to be here. You, you're home team fan now, right? <laughs> you have a big <laughs> oh, yeah. cowboy hat, and you I get the hoops hard. on, and I, yeah,
1: I do. I do have the cowboy hat back there, okay. it, it, but that's for. TikTok purposes
0: only. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's for COG after dark. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that's what that is. Um, well, the I mean, uh, I know it's sort of something we're going to talk about, but the news just broke. Basically, the draw just happened about, um, I don't know, an hour before we came on yeah. on the show here. Uh, the, the LA Galaxy and LAFC will face off in an El Trafico in the uh, quarterfinals. Yeah, it's the quarterfinals, four games away from a U.S. Open Cup. Round sure. of sixteen. Round of sixteen. Well, that well, it is the round. Of 16. It's four games though. It's still four games, isn't it? It's, okay. Okay. Is it four games? Quarter four, one, semifinal. Yeah, it's Quarter four games. Quarterfinals is eight. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're there, right? Quarterfinals no. is eight. Quar- sixteen, yeah. but round 16. Of sixteen. Round of sixteen is where we're at. But what yeah. I'm saying is, it's four games, isn't it? Just uh, still gotcha. four games and, until you win in the, uh, <laughs> a, a U.S. Open yes. Cup. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Round of sixteen, then quarterfinals,
1: mm-hmm. then semifinals, then finals. Well, yeah. See, that's yeah. what I was trying
0: to get at. Okay.
1: But you I, said quarterfinals. Don't, don't gaslight me, Jock.
0: I, I did, and you know, for me, it's like quarterfinals means quarter Fours, four. Yeah. So uh, there's four. Yeah, I, so I knew what I was trying to say, but I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. You know what? Yeah, but still,
1: Fra- fractions uh. are important, folks. <laughs> uh,
0: but anyway, uh, Open Cup game. Uh, you got to you got to watch it via
1: <laughs> <laughs> via Football Americas, which, which that's I, I text you about, it and I'll I'll jump into it. ESPN Plus. They make it really really hard if you want to find soccer content i i pulled it, i almost screenshotted their like front page and they had lacrosse and frisbee and everything you could not find soccer and then if you wanted to see the u.s open cup draw what you would think you know they have the rights for it might be excuse me a fun thing for them to pump up and have on their front page it's kind of this you know you have uh hercules gomez and seb salazar you right. you, you have them you know as kind of these you know characters and personalities and you had to dig deep and i i knew what i was looking for and it took me a little while to find it but i did find it and I, it was kind of fun to see their uh you know little uh world cup draw light you know they had little bowls and the balls with all the names on it It was it was well done it was I, I think i've seen draws in the past where it's you know i th- think charlie davies just has uh you know, he had a notepad and a <laughs> couple three by five cards. It's like okay, they at least you know gave it gave it a right. good effort and made it well, made it professional. Well, well not only some nice production value. Well, so it was kind of cool the way they had the show set up.
0: Yeah, well, not only that, but they didn't take it too seriously because they were yeah. joking around about like trying to fix it. Like, and, and yeah. clearly they weren't. I'm I'm not one of those people. They weren't trying Absolutely. to fix it. Yeah. I mean, you know, certainly you could think that with the the draw between LA Galaxy and LAFC, but that was hey, it, it was a possibility. We we'll talk about that and sort of get it going, but. Um, well, um, to,
1: to go to your fort, there's yeah. a tw- 25% chance or, you know, yeah, four yep. balls. Uh, yep. That's, you know, there's only so many ways, only so many permutations you could have.
0: There. You, you had a 33% chance because there oh, were three balls right. in, the, in this particular case. But um, finals. Yeah, let's talk about the Cal United game, though, first, because I think yes, that's please. that's fun. Um, so let's, uh, let's sort of set up the day and and how it all went down. Obviously, uh, the game hosted down at Orange County Great Park. Um, this was at, uh, Championship Soccer Stadium is what they call it. Um, and so there was a, a mass exodus out of LA and down into Orange County. And, uh, for lucky for me, I'm, I live about, uh, or I was working about six miles from the stadium. So that was good. Also lucky for me that there was a pregame sort of meetup at Taps Brewery, which of course is where we've had two of our live shows and, um, where I... Yeah, yeah. So just, CO,
1: Cog, world famous taps of Tustin.
0: Yeah, right, right there. Um, <laughs> my thirty second drive. I was I was off of work at five, and I had a beer in my hand at five oh one. So I, nice. I I wanted to grab a beer and just say hi to some people. Um, And I did. I got to say hi to some listeners. There were people asking me where you were. Um, And so I said, you know, hey, he's in Texas. That's where he lives. Um, So (laughs) I I imagine that's where he's at, but he doesn't tell me everything. I got to say hi to uh, a handful of listeners. Just great people. Uh, A big shout out to Nicole. Now, Nicole sets up a lot of the viewing parties that are there at TAPS. And I I would like to remind everybody that if you are in the Orange County area and you want to go to a viewing party, TAPS and Tustin, um, right there on uh, on Red Hill uh, is is a place where you can go and watch games. And Nicole usually sets those up and has people there. And so she was she was there. I got to say hi to her. Um, so she was able to uh, to to say hi, and she was happy that there were so many people. I mean, there were probably fifty to seventy LA Galaxy fans there. You know the whole day. Nice. That's and, a
1: great turnout. Yeah,
0: they. I mean, and they were scattered all over the place, and you could <laughs> say hi, and everywhere you went, there was an LA Galaxy fan. So it was great. Um, did that, and then I got to say hi to Jesse, who I think is the vice president. Jesse, I'm sorry if I screwed that up. The vice president of Angel City Brigade, ACB. Okay. So I got to say hi to him as well, um, which was great seeing him. So it was just nice to, you know, to 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 press the flesh, kiss the babies, you know, um, <laughs> say hi, and it just it's just fun always interacting with uh, with listeners and getting to say you know, high and, and hearing what they like about the show. I'm, 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 I always find it interesting because people will say stuff that I'm maybe I'm not necessarily thinking about like, oh, well, this is one of my favorite things is when you guys do this. And it's like, oh, wow, I didn't even think about. It. OK, well, I'll make sure that I focus on that a little bit more and 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 sort of do that. So um, so that was great. And then it was, you know, a quick little 20 minute drive, even though it was only six miles um, down the freeway and and off at the Orange County Great Park. And I have to hand it to cal united i think that they tried to do the most professional job that they absolutely could and i think that they did just fine um
1: i i think the the stadium the way it looked on the broadcast it, it looked looked pumping it, you know it looked full or, or to capacity, full ish right you know to, to capacity and it looked like there were no issues and you know it just it's a great stadium and a good setup it is a professional stadium i mean let's right. not it's not like this is, you know, some high school field. I know some US Open Cup games, you watch them like, man, where where are they playing this game? <laughs> it looks like it's in, you know, someone's backyard. But but it is a professional stadium, so give them credit for that. And from what I hear, there were no issues, you know, as far as getting in, no, you know, tickets, things like that. It all ran pretty smoothly. So you're right. Kudos because uh, it was their their home game, you know. Kudos to Cal United Trekkers for for hosting hosting the the LA Galaxy and uh, making it a good event.
0: Yeah, and, and I got to I went up to my media table and I was like, oh, you know, some, you never know, right? Like I double checked, I made sure I was on the list, and but like you never know if you're gonna be all set up or if there's gonna be issues. And they had my pass right away and away up to the uh, the press box. I went, so I was able to run up real quick and and put my stuff down And there. Ended up being just two of us really covering uh, the LA Galaxy, myself and Scott French. Um, and Scott is a, uh, is a guy who's been around uh, the LA Galaxy for years, way longer than me. Uh, you, he goes back. He knows pretty much. He, he knew Dan Kalichman whenever Kalichman was playing. He knew Vanny whenever Vanny was playing. He was still covering them at that point. So Scott, Scott uh, goes way back and Scott and I are, were in the, oh, we're going to call it the fishbowl. Um, that's what we're going to call. So it was an all glass little tiny press box. Um, and so the only thing that was, uh, that was sort of crazy one, they didn't have any printed lineups for us. We ended up having to have, I ended up getting a photo of a photo of the lineup in order to get lineups. (laughs) Like it was, you know, it's just like, it's the the magic of the cup.
1: (laughs) That's kind of a weird quirk though. You know with everything being digital, everyone has their laptops. I'm surprised that that's still like a necessity. I mean, I guess that you know, it, you, things could change, and you need to run it off, but. It feels like that could be a very easy, you, easy thing to transition to digital.
0: So, you could have had a PDF, you know, like the whole thing. That's but, what but, I'm saying. This but when shouldn't I,
1: be difficult, right?
0: When I look at the team sheets that they turned in, those were hand, like they had like yeah. printed out and then they checked off like marks <laughs> and like all this other stuff. Yeah. And like, so it was like hand turned in, which, right?
1: Which is usually why it's on paper, because right. if you need to make those changes, you can make those changes.
0: Right. So, um, so they did that. Uh, so, so we didn't have that and that was fine. Here was the, here was the funny part about the whole thing was, um, there's a couple of different funny things. And and it, there's some there's some good stuff. Uh, the first one was I, I told you we're in a glass fishbowl. Well, whenever they turned the lights on and it was dark outside, you can't see through the glass, right? So we, we would get this reflection <laughs> and all this stuff. And that made the PA announcer, who I don't know, I'm sure Galaxy fans will sort of weigh in on this, might have been the worst PA announcer uh, ever in the history. Like, wow. like so the they,
1: this the, is a Southern California club. Careful. We don't want to you know break the relationship here.
0: The Cal United strikers are great. <laughs> They're perfect. <laughs> but that guy got couldn't even pronounce Owen Lambs name correctly. I mean, don't you 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 there's a certain level that you should probably just hope to focus on. Well, he was very upset that the lights were turned off and lo- unfortunately we sh- we shared that. So he got very angry and was, you know, throwing around his weight and trying to do all this stuff. It was do You know who I am? Yeah, I am the announcer I'm for the announce-
1: strikers yeah. United.
0: And and gosh, just like it, it, every once in a while you get into like these ego trip, like things that happen, especially in like media or press or any of that stuff, but the egos and, are, and around
1: you, I'm surprised yeah, right? with your ego. You're, you're usually so humble around I, other people. So I'm,
0: I'm shocked to hear that you got into it with somebody. I was, I was trying to stay away from it, um, <laughs> as much as possible, but it was sort of like, dude, you literally can't see. It's like, I'm going to have to leave this room. If we can't see, it would be like, if you were in your house right now with all your lights on and you tried to look outside whenever it's dark outside, that's what it was like trying to watch the game. Right. And so you couldn't see. You really couldn't. And somebody tried to say, oh, it wasn't that bad. And then they sat down. They were like, oh, no, it is that bad. So anyway, they worked it out. But it was just fun to see like the egos go sideways and stuff like that. But yeah, Um, oh man, there was some. (laughs) There was some. Somebody said he pronounced Arajo. Arajo.
1: Arajo. I've heard like Arujo or a, you know Arujo, but yeah, Arajo is a new one.
0: That, that's oh uh, good man. Times. Uh, anyway, so so that was first pro- world problems, th- th- over th- right?
1: In the press box for you, yeah. It,
0: it is. Um, but you know, it was it was fine. Otherwise, I, again, Cal United Strikers are great. They did a great job. The whole deal, you know, one one guy won't ruin any of that for me, and I had a great time as well. It was funny. Um I'm going to bring up something and if you're you're listening on the podcast I'll explain it a little bit I have a picture of of sort of the the press box and from the opposite side of the field so looking across right before kickoff Um, I grabbed this as a screenshot and basically it has the nice sort of center uh, console podium that where all of the, you know, PA announcing are and where they have the press box. And then off to the right of that, there's the buildings that sort of house some of the bathrooms and maybe some of the concessions and that type of thing. It spreads out on both sides. So it's this like concourse that has the roof over top of it. And on the far right hand side of this picture, there are a bunch of uh, guys standing up on top of the building. Um, that's like a lounge area that they have on both sides of the buildings there, and the the right side of this particular picture was where all the Galaxy players were that weren't playing. Now it was really interesting because I was talking to to K Backs, and I was like, "Hey, um, you know, it's it's one of those it's one of those you know crazy sort of things that you look at um, and you say, uh, why would these guys want to travel down the freeway to watch this game whenever they could probably just watch it from home, right? Um, and it's 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 fun to sort of sit there and say, "Oh, well, they probably should stay home." But Vanny was like, "No, they came." And whenever we talked to him afterwards, he was like, "They came to this this game."
1: Yeah, I, I'm I'm I don't know if I'm with Vanny, but like, yeah, you have to come. This is your team. This is a first team matchup. These are guys who are part of the squad. Yeah, you have to show up. And as someone who was watching. Uh, on tv or on the broadcast uh that went sideways also so <laughs> the best view was being right there rooftop with those players because uh if you're watching at home you, you missed part of the game as well especially as it got spicy there at the end
0: right logan by the way gave us a ten dollar super chat uh says can we sign that 15 year old kid and bring him on to g2 uh it's sad that he's already better than cabral and f the one the one-footed person um yeah this was this is uh, i think it's marcus <laughs> lee is, is marcus lee is yeah. correct
1: it's it's funny I, I told logan that we would get to it because i Eventually, we're going to get to recapping this game after all the yeah. PA announcer drama. Wait, but wait that, there's, that's, there's the more, that's though. That's in I my have notes it, as well. Yeah. So, yeah, wrap it up. But we're going to get to Marcus Lee 100%. Logan, I, I hear what you're saying. And uh, that was that was not lost on a lot of people who watched that game yesterday.
0: Yeah, it, it certainly wasn't. Um. So, anyway, so out on that lounge was sort of where all the Galaxy players were. So, I walked out there not knowing that all the Galaxy players are out there. I went to go talk to Vicky Mercado, who's in charge of, uh, you know, the PR. She's... Uh, in charge of all all the PR. So I just wanted to talk and so we're talking and she was saying, "Hey, what do you think about training for Thursday, Which happened today?" I said, "Hey, I'm not going to be there." She goes, "But who do you think should talk?" And I go, "Well, Sega should definitely talk." And she looked over her shoulder and she pointed and she goes, "You mean Sega?" And I'm like, "Oh, crap. Sega cool boys, right there. That's cool." You know? <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, that's cool. Like the whole deal. I didn't I didn't realize that." Still not paying any attention to what was all around me. Like I was just locked in talking to Vicky and we were discussing things. And then I looked back because I saw this guy sort of teetering on his chair down the way and i look back and it's javi and he's leaning back in his in his chair and he's waving at me like i'm like oh hey and i'm go i look at vicky i go oh the whole team is here that's cool like i didn't i go i'm sorry i didn't mean to like crash the party and stuff like that it it was it was not i was not crashing but it was just that
1: that little tidbit the teetering in his chair that i don't know why but that fits (laughs) chicharito perfectly like that makes perfect sense that he would be you know, not sitting still and rocking in his chair. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, totally so, checks out.
0: So so he was he was like rocking and then he waved to me. And I'm like, oh, it's it's Javier. Okay, cool. Like you know the whole deal. So that was funny. Uh, later on, Sega actually tried to come into the press box and throw something away, and so we gave him Scott and I were in there and Vicky was talking to us while it happened too. So we gave Sega some some stick too. We're like, hey, you can't use that trash can. That's for press box people only. <laughs> and it, and we're like, we're gonna make you pay. And he's like, how much? How much? You know the whole deal. So Sega came in and talked to us. Um, this it's all like there's I, I'll say it's off the record it is off the record it was just a uh, chit chat back and forth but the main part that Scott and I wanted to talk to him about whenever we were joking around with him was how good his English is and how how proud he should be of that and not to be shy and he was like oh I try I try and we're like you're, you're speaking English right now yeah. like this is not a try you do great and I go so if you ever want to talk to us we, we're happy to have you and if we, if I talk too fast because I do um, just tell me to slow down just ask me to repeat the question I'll happily do it um, the whole deal. But it was really fun to see him. Um, and we told him he would have to play a uh, translator for Kevin Cabral here soon. And he said that Kevin's English was getting better, um, but maybe nice. he was still just a little shy about yeah. it. And Wait, I understand which, that.
1: Which it's funny how I judge every player is by their Instagram profile but if you follow Sega Koulibaly, you know you his personality shines through you can tell he's he's got a jokester he's got a personality on him so the fact that he's able to you know communicate in English you know he's definitely someone we got to get on the show and
0: he's so uh, much fun
1: and get talking because you can tell that personality's there with
0: he, him he seems like such a chill guy, like just yeah. relaxed and just has fun. And he was joking around with us. And so we got to talk to him for about five minutes. Also, a shout out to uh, Tom Braun, who we had on the podcast whenever we were out um, doing our live show from the, uh, the the field unveil out there, the block party that they had. Uh, Tom oh, works yes. with the LA Galaxy in the front office there, um, does a bunch of uh, fun stuff. But I got to stop and say hi to him again. Um, and so it was nice to talk to him. So uh, he says he listens to the show. So Tom, uh, hi. Hi. Hi, from wave, wave, Eric, wave, say Wait, hi to Tom. There we go. All right. Good inside job.
1: your, your earbuds. Hello, right. Tom. <laughs> Hello,
0: Tom. So, <laughs> Thanks for listening. So that's good too. So now we get to the game. Um, yes. Douglas Costa was there, by the way. Somebody was asking, was Douglas Costa there? I, everybody was there guys. It wasn't, there. there was nobody missing that I could see. Like, uh, you know, every time you would look like Raheem Edwards was there. Like, you, you know, he was there. I, I don't know. Name. Victor Vasquez was there.
1: Yeah. Do you think they rode uh, the big orange, the, the balloon? Did they <laughs> think they took turns? I,
0: I've have, up and have down? you been in
1: that. I have. Have it was
0: it? Is it fun? No.
1: No. <laughs> I mean, I, it's it, it is what it is. It's what you think. Like it's not fun, and it's not not fun. Like it's it is what it is.
0: Okay. I got Wait. It seemed like it sense? would be fun. It seemed like you go up in the balloon, you come back down, and the whole deal. Um. Yeah. By the way, somebody in the chat room now is is named Ephra's right foot. Um. So. Um. I don't know. For some reason, it just reminds me of. Um, what was the, what was the, the like Siani's, uh,
1: like car? Mc, McLaren, McLaren. No. Yeah. The McLaren. Not
0: that what was uh, of mice and men, the, the book of mice and men where, where the main character, one of the main characters kept his hand, uh, in a glove with like Vaseline to keep it soft, you know, like that. I feel like yeah. that's Ephra's right foot. Like it's oh, never man. used. It keeps in a, it's, <laughs> it's perfectly, it's, it's in perfect yeah, condition. No well calluses. Yes, All right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Nice. There we go. I'm glad we get, to get that out of the way. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so, so then we get to the kickoff, uh, by the way, uh, uniform choice, Eric. Tell everybody. Tell, yeah, tell. hey, this,
1: this, we had the white tops, the the City of Dreams kit with blue shorts, navy blue shorts. So uh, a few week, a few months ago, we were talking about the you know a rebrand and kind of colors and identity. And one of the things that was floated was the white shirt with the blue shorts and uniform talk. Everyone's going to be really upset. Yeah, that we're you know we're still twenty minutes into the show, no game recap, and we're <laughs> hitting uniform talk. But but this was a good a good color combo, and it was surprising. One, because these blue shorts are not part of their kit identity, you know, so they're either warm-up shorts or they were from the Night Navy, um, right? you know, collection from from a couple seasons ago. But I was one who I've always liked the all-white, just kind of the the clean Real Madrid style, just, you know, the all-whites kind of are, are a good identity. But this game swayed me that if, you know, they want to sprinkle on the blue shorts, I think it was a great look. You know, <laughs> I, th- I think it looked really solid, especially when you play against a team who has the white shorts. It's a nice way to mix it up. So I am pro White tops, blue shorts, if the identity does change. I'm not against it. Not
0: opposed. It's not it's not a it's not an MLS approved like color scheme though, right? Because it's
1: not part of their kits,
0: yes. Well, not only that, that's why they did it in this game, is because they can, right? Is because Mm there's no MLS rules, but it usually is either a solid white or or a solid color of some sort in order to do it. There's some you could obviously with um, you know, community kit there's that green and then the black shorts, right? Yeah. And from my view in the press box, because I was looking through glass and with all the reflections, I thought they were wearing the black (laughs) The black shorts. Yeah. I couldn't tell. And I was like, is it the black shorts or the blue shorts? I had no idea. And by the way, if you were sitting anywhere in the stadium, you were closer than I was because I was, you know, back behind yeah. everybody, basically, whenever it goes, um, whenever they started that game. So, um, yeah, just uh, in terms of watching the game, highly entertaining, highly yeah. entertaining.
1: If, if if you're not an LA Galaxy fan, that I, was a fun
0: one. But. <laughs> but, but OK, so so answer me this. as As an LA Galaxy fan, are you... Were you sitting there saying, wow, the Galaxy were playing bad? Or were you sitting there saying Cal United was balling out?
1: So Cal United was balling out. The the credit to the Cal United strikers they gave the Galaxy hell. But I, I think from the LA Galaxy perspective, that was an embarrassing performance. Because if you're a Galaxy player and you collect a wage as a professional and you went out and you needed two penalties to beat a third division team that was playing in Sunday leagues five years ago, that's embarrassing. You know, the, the Cal United players looked at this as we are, this is our time to shine. This is our game of the year. We are going to play like there is no tomorrow and we are going to give it everything. And that, and that's what they did. You, you saw it with Omar Nunio gave a great, you know, assist on that through ball, something that I haven't seen, you know, the galaxy through the season. I made a joke about it. Oh, that's what a through ball, you know, is yep. supposed to look like, you yep. know, not just a deluge of clo of crosses, you know, you actually, you know, go play through the defense, uh, you know, uh, yashinya Kadano, I think, was the one who who scored the goal. So that was just a nice finish. Marcus Lee was the one that's popping all over the chat and is getting all the praise on Twitter. F- 15, Fifteen years, years old, old, yeah, and yeah. he just ran circles around the LA Galaxy. So if you're a LA Galaxy, you know B minus C squad player, this was your opportunity to show Greg Vanny, hey, I need more playing time. I need, you know, to to make my impression. This is your chance to kind of put your foot on a third division opponent and handle your business. And you didn't do it. They, they mentally were not, we're not ready for it. Those fringe players got outplayed by a third division team. Give, the, this is not disrespectful to the Cal United strikers, but because they balled out and they, they gave the galaxy hell, but these are professional athletes on the LA galaxy right. who are you know supposed to be fighting on fringe spots for a starting lineup. And so I you know some national team players who played in world cup qualifiers and they didn't, they didn't look to up to the test. Uh, against this team. And so uh, I think there were some players who had decent games. I think Efrain Alvarez had a decent game. Uh, You know, Owen Lamb for a debut, he didn't look out of place. Dayon obviously did his job uh, there were some questions about what there, whether that was a penalty in the first half or not. Right. It absolutely was not a penalty. If it, if there was VAR, I think that that comes back. But he put he slotted away his two penalties, so he did his job. So I'm not going to fault him. But outside of those three players, right. uh, I I, th- I think if you're a Galaxy player, you walk away from that a little embarrassed that you that you let it get that close.
0: I'll say this, and and I think this I, for me, this is the perspective that I put it in: is that there, if you're the Galaxy, there's almost zero chance you're going to be able to match the emotional. Uh, effort that is going to be put in by Cal United. There's it's impossible. There's just it, it's yeah. it's not you're not capable of doing it because it's not that game for, for that game for you. Yeah, it's not that game for you. And if anything, you're probably fighting against trying to get too jacked up and trying to play out of yourself and the whole deal. Listen, the Galaxy didn't play any different than basically they've been playing, which was, you know, um, which is creating chances, dominating possession and not finishing. And that that's really where it got to me. I do find it interesting, though, that Vanny uh, experimented and he talked, talked to us a little bit afterwards uh, with a 4 4 2 again um, because he definitely had Grand Seer and he had Jovalich up top to start that game. And he said he did it for about 30 minutes and he was trying to see if he goes, You know, Grand Seer is not really a typical forward. He goes, So that's one problem with that. He goes, But I wanted to see how they sort of moved, we're going to move off each other because we knew that they were going to come, you know, put everybody in the box. And at times, Cal United had that you know ten guys, eleven guys in the box type yeah. thing, and and it was it's what we've seen be effective against the LA Galaxy, which is the low block. Um, you know, I, I think you said Alvarez, I, uh, so Lamb got outplayed in the first half. I think he and and even Greg sort of mentioned it a little bit, which was he grew into that game. I agree with that. He grew as, into as it that went game. on, yeah he, yeah, he
1: eventually caught his foot. I agree with that.
0: Yeah, um, so it, it's it, so that I thought he and listen, he scored a goal. It was great, and he seems like a cool kid. Uh, we got to talk to him uh, afterwards a little bit, and we were joking around a little bit with uh, with PR because we talked to to Vicky. We said, "Well, we want to talk to Owen." She was like, "Oh, well, I haven't you know trained him in 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 PR yet?" <laughs> he hasn't gone through yeah. The training he hasn't yet. gone through PR <laughs> training yet. We're like, There's, "Well, that's even Vicky better." Course. Yeah, yeah. We're
1: like, "That's even better." Come I on might over. need to take that course.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the whole deal, you know. I thought Jovulich, uh said something. He said a bunch of really cool things. Listen, uh, the full uh, you know game recap is is up on the the YouTube and up on our website right now, so you can go and hear. From Greg Vanney, you can hear from Dayon Jovlitch. You can hear from Owen Lamb. Those are the three people that we talked about. Jovlitch was honest, and I think he gets it right. Which was he goes, he said, um you know, basically that they should have put the game away in the first half. He goes, and there's no excuse for that. And he goes, and we played too slow. Uh, yep. And you know, that's something that we've been doing, and we have to stop it. You know, that was sort of Dayon is like the most straightforward. I'm not going to mess with you, yeah. like ever, guy. It's
1: it's he's direct, just just like his style of play. Like there's not a lot of frills. It is what it is. And I think you make the point that when you say they haven't really done – they didn't do anything different than they have in previous games leading up to this. But that that's exactly the problem. I think in that first half, you saw a Galaxy team who was trying to dribble the ball into the net when there were opportunities to crash the goal and to take shots and to do you know one-off passes. And, and they didn't they didn't capitalize on those. They were trying to be too cute is what it felt like. And it's like, a, if you're a professional team, I understand you're not going to get jacked up like it's a El Trafico, you know, against uh, County United Strikers. But you need to do your job. And if, if let's put just put this game away in the first 10 to 15 minutes. They had the chances. They were dominating the game. Right. You know, and in the beginning. And then once they got scored on, they regressed. They got a lot worse. Uh, I felt that they had a drop in quality once Cal United scored, and it was like, uh oh, they're they're actually on the ropes. They they have the Galaxy worried, and it took the penalty back, and then of course the second half was all LA Galaxy until the very end there, where it got a little a little squeaky. But it, the Galaxy truly dominated. But again, they could have put away more chances, and they they did they just didn't, which is a symptom. Uh, that the galaxy have had. This isn't anything new. Than with the first team as well. It just seems like there, there's not that that creativity isn't there. I think early on in the chat, they say, have we signed a cam yet? Do we have, <laughs> do right. we have the number ten yet? And it's like that. That's we're, we've been missing it all season. We're missing it in this game. There just wasn't that creativity. The galaxy won because they had more talent, and that's that's just. it. it uh, wasn't tactics. It wasn't. I think at the, at the end of the day, these players were better, and that's why they won. But but I I think as far as like the effort part of it, right. You give, you give the award, you know, the moral victory goes to the Cal United trekkers.
0: Yeah. Uh, by the way, we're aware on the feed. Apparently our sound is a little bit behind, um, that I, I can see we're having some, some glitch issues. So we'll see if that, if that sticks around or, or whether or not it, it goes, uh, goes sideways on us. But, uh, we basically, um, you know, it. it I, I, again, I, I think if you're Greg and you look at what he did and, and all those things, he got the guys he wanted. He talked a little bit about it and said, hey, you know, if it was perfect, I wouldn't have wanted to have, um, you know, Julian Araujo out there as long. I wouldn't have wanted to have Efrain Alvarez. I mean, quite honestly, they left this late. You know, you can say that the Jovulic, you know, goal uh, wasn't a penalty. I, I saw it in real time. It looked like there was contact there. I've gone back and looked at the replays and it's sort of like, okay, I don't know. And I really can't tell from what I'm seeing. I'll I also- think
1: his, I think he was falling. He was, he was falling and he knew that he he was a, it was a professional play and that he knew that someone's going to take a swipe on If he falls, technically there's going to be contact. But if that player didn't, didn't move his foot at all, Jovalich would have fallen over anyway.
0: Yeah, and, and very, very well could have. Um, and then, you know, even on the first goal for Cal uh, strikers, it looked really close. Could have been offside as well. Yeah, listen, I had zero issues with the refereeing at all. I thought that she did a fine job and it was uh, interesting. There were three female, female referees on that. There was uh, a female center referee, uh, one assistant referee. Uh, one of the assistant referees was male. And then the fourth official was female. You don't see that every day. So I thought that, that was kind of cool too.
1: Fair enough. Yeah kudos yeah
0: Yeah. so you know what let's uh let's refresh this feed here real quick i was gonna say Uh, i'm getting a little
1: glitchy on my end now too. yeah
0: let's see if we can maybe save some stuff but i have a feeling we're having some uh some some fun little internet lag so everybody hang on one second all right and we'll see if uh hopefully that that helps everybody and maybe we can get it back to to where it was or not it could just be internet issues as is uh, often the case uh but anyway uh, you know it's just to me. It's interesting, just the people that that Greg sort of played and the positions that he played. I mean, you're not seeing a bunch of LA Galaxy two guys. You get Jalen Neal in for a small amount of time. You get Carlos Harvey in for a small amount of time. You get Cameron Dunbar in for a small amount of time. But for the most part, you're looking at guys who will and do make impacts on the first team on a fairly regular basis. Uh, you know, with Nick Depew back there, and you had Zavaleta back there. Uh, Lamb was sort of the outlier in that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which was, which was kind of fun to see, uh, just how he sort of did everything, um, and, and went about things and when he learned he was going to be on it. So I thought that was fun. Um, you know, uh, a- a- again, I, I think that the LA galaxy are still trying to figure themselves out and it certainly seems that way in this case. And you can tell that this particular lineup hasn't played a bunch together. Um, that's, but there that's
1: are the other, that's the other wrinkle that I will say, if you are going to give them, it's. This isn't. This wasn't mostly Galaxy Two players or Galaxy, you know, subs who are used to used to being on the field. This like chemistry is a real thing, and so the chemistry was obviously not there with this Galaxy team, and so that is the fair thing. This is the first time this group as a collective saw the field. So I'll I'll give them credit, and I, I get to give uh, uh, Patrick, you know, shout out in the chat for saying that the, getting through in the early rounds. It's not it's not about looking pretty. It's just getting your B squad the minutes and advancing. And in that regard, they did their job. But it's frustrating to watch, especially when you know you know you sh- there 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 are other teams in this competition who put away lesser opponents and right. put the game out of reach, and it's frustrating when your team can't
0: do that. I, I think the uh, I, I think the the big thing here, and I think Greg sort of had that same mentality, which was we got through it. That's all. It's and we got the guy's minutes and he and mission accomplished. Yeah. yeah. Overall, he was he was, you know, he was criti- he will be critical. I, it's not that he doesn't. It's just it's not worth it for him to be critical right now for him. What's he going to do? Go blast the guys who are on the second team and say, you guys all suck, you know, <laughs> the whole kill deal? them and yeah. kill their
1: confidence yeah. for the what, rest of the year. What, yeah,
0: What does that do? He might need them next game, you know, coming up on you know, on Saturday whenever they face off against FC Dallas. So it doesn't. Uh, I was talking to Scott French in the in the press box during this, and he said, you know, um, he was talking about, I forget, a U.S. Women's National Team player who said that she got sort of burned out of playing on the U.S. Women's National Team at the highest levels, right? And the reason she got burned out is she felt like it was so... Penalizing whenever you made a mistake like you weren't allowed to make mistakes and she goes but as soccer players with creativity and all the things that you have you need to be able to make mistakes now he was saying this whenever Efrain had put a bad pass in and given up and then had to draw a yellow card in order to cover himself and he goes and I said yeah I go I understand what you're saying with that and in the overall scheme of things you're right players need to feel comfortable to express themselves and try and play right. Um, there was, uh, uh, a Wayne Gretzky quote that just, I just saw, I think Taylor Twelman retweeted it and sort of said, Hey, you know, this is, this is something we need to pay attention to. But, uh, Wayne Gretzky's, uh, uh, like junior team, they were 11 years old, went out to play against this other junior team and this other junior team beat them. Right. And he when Wayne, Wayne Gretzky was driving in the car with his dad afterwards, and he goes, he go, and uh, his dad goes, you know what? There was nothing you could have done. That that is probably the best coach team that I've ever seen. They have some of the best players. He goes, you're never going to beat those guys. He goes, but not a single one of those guys is going to make it to the NHL because they're robotic. They don't have any creativity. He goes, and from Wayne Gretzky's you that, like his 11 year old team, like five people ended up going to the NHL, and none <laughs> from the other team did. So there is something to that about the creativity, about being free, and I feel like Greg gives people enough to be free within a system right so that's what i want to see but that's also one of the criticisms of like kevin cabral it's like well he keeps letting him do whatever yeah. he wants to do and trying to like correct you know that type of thing but it's it's, it's, it's a balancing act
1: yeah because I, I hear your your point of that story but then i watch the galaxy play and i'm like okay i i <laughs> I, I don't see a team that i'm saying ah they got it and you know maybe we we'll, we lose this game, but this team is is putting it together. I don't see that. So that's that's where I'll push back and just say that'd be great if that were the case. And I understand, you know, I think Phil Jackson used to do this. Well, his teams didn't call the timeout. Let his players figure it out. Yeah. You know, it, figure out how the to moment, out of it. Yeah. Figure, 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 learn how to climb out of the hole. Right. And so I I, I see the point of that, uh, but but I just think you know it's it's frustrating. You you, you wish better uh, for your for your team, but you're right. You shouldn't. T- I guess. I'll calm down, I'll, you know, it's, now that I've slept on it. You, I'll relax. You're, you're I was through. really angry and upset. You round, yeah. Of course you are.
0: Of course you are. You're upset. You're still in the tournament that you have a chance at actually winning. <laughs> and by the way, uh, as we transition into the draw here for this, uh Marcus Lee, I, I, we, I talked to Greg afterwards. I asked him about, you know, the how difficult he got pushed. And he said, listen, they're just a well-coached team. He actually knows the head coach there they all know each other everybody on greg vanny's staff knows everybody on the cal united staff right it's it's a the it's one of those things and and uh, greg says yeah well you know uh, don ebert was the head coach on the on cal united and he goes don's guys have been have been around forever like he's been doing his yeah. thing down here it, forever
1: it's this is a team that's been around i remember like that's why i said this is a team that used to play in sunday league like this this club and the infrastructure has been around a long time they've been a professional club rather recently in the last right you know i, I want to say four or five years but the the infrastructure that's around the club and the people involved they they have been around southern california soccer so so i i get that
0: yeah so everybody knew each other and he said you know they're a well coached team um scott french again who who covers all sorts of it says that cal united strikers is one of the best coach teams in southern california right just hands down with what they do they're a very good like semi-pro team, right? That's what they are. And so they have some guys. So Greg was very uh, complimentary of them and said, "They, you know, hey, they pushed us. And he was glad that they, he, he said, I'm glad we got those competitive minutes. So yeah. again, you can listen to the whole thing um, up on YouTube or on our webpage. We have that whole post game. And by the way, that was in person. So, woo, exciting. I will tell you in-person media afterwards is returning. Uh, it won't return this weekend, probably for the LA Galaxy, just because I'm warning you right now, the FC Dallas game uh, is going to be sharing the stadium with boxing. Boxing is going to be in the, in the, at, over at the, the tennis. tennis courts. Yeah. yeah. Fun times. Yeah. So that'll, what, what can
1: possibly go wrong?
0: Right. And so, um, just, <laughs> just keep that up. So, so I think they had some of the stuff that was it, but we will be in person in the locker rooms again. I don't know if that's a great idea. It's, it's good. And I'm not going to say it's not good, but there's a, it's a whole, I could do a two hour no, but podcast.
1: They, yeah. Yeah. They do a good job of keeping it separated with, I, I've been there on a, on nights where they right. do two events. It'll be fine.
0: You'll be fine. Enjoy 90s night. Yeah, it'll it'll be a good time. I'm just telling you the whole deal. So anyway, so uh, in-person should be returning as we go. Now, uh, the draw came out. Um, and we did get the draw. It was supposed to start at 5:30 p.m. What happened was the TV show started at 5:30 p.m. The draw didn't start till like 6:30 or yeah, something it's like that. Yeah, a recap show. Yeah, it was a, it was a recap show for a while there. Um, but it was good. I actually enjoyed it. I thought that I actually think that uh, Sub Salazar and, and Hercules Gomez have great chemistry together. They're yeah, fun. Yeah, I really like
1: them a lot. Yeah, I they're, think they're they're
0: great. That they, I would like to get them unburied from like the filing folder <laughs> that you have to keep swiping right in order to find them. Um, but that's how it goes. So, the LA Galaxy got the best hard draw they could have gotten. They could have gotten the worst hard draw, right? Like the best draw for the LA Galaxy would have been to be drawn into H1, which is what they got. So they got drawn into H1, which is the home one position, which means the LA Galaxy have a home game against LAFC, who eventually they drew against, right? And if they win that game, they will have a home game in the quarterfinals. We already know that. So that was the best draw because if you get drawn into any other place, um, where like if you would have been H two, right, you, yeah. you're the traveling team. If you, if you win the next In the one, second game, yeah. I've told everybody consistently the way to win us open cup is to have home games. The LA Galaxy you have two more home games if they can beat LAFC. So the obviously the best draw would have been, you know, an H1 for uh, for the LA Galaxy and then to have away one be Sacramento Republic. That was the the golden draw. Everybody was hoping for that one, right? That's what you were looking for. Mm-hmm. The, the next best draw would have been to have H1 and then get the San Jose Earthquakes as to the team you were playing. That mm-hmm. would have been that would have been good. So you got the best. Of the hardest, <laughs> right? Because the worst draw would have been you being a probably A two um and having to go at LAFC. LAFC,
1: yeah. A two at LA, yeah, with H two LAFC would have been the worst. It, it yeah, probably would have been like
0: H yeah, two like and A two, right? And that that would have been because then you're on the road, then you're on the road again. Even if you do beat LAFC, then you would be on the road the next one. This one at least is okay. So we know the LA Galaxy are at home for the next two games in the US Open Cup, if they can get by uh LAFC. They host LAFC, which is huge. We don't know the exact date yet. I reached out to the LA Galaxy as soon as it came out. <laughs> I'm going to tell you there are reasons to believe that it is going to be May 25th, and we will tell you what those reasons are. The LA Galaxy have a game on May 22nd at home against the Houston Dynamo. Okay, that's a Sunday game. Um, Sunday night game, yeah, 7 p.m. Yeah, uh, yeah 7 p.m. for you, 5 a, p.m. Yeah, 5 for us. Sorry, yeah, sorry ah, Central. My Google,
1: My Google wow. tricked me again.
0: Um, so, so you get, so it's a May 22nd game. It's a Sunday game. It's at 5 PM. Um, and that's going to be that game The U S open cup has rules that say they have to be two days away from league games. And so that means that they can't play on Tuesday because Monday, Tuesday would be not the second day. That's like only one day technically between games. So They're going to have to move that game to Wednesday, which means that this game uh, against LAFC is most likely going to be on Wednesday. The other reason is, if you look at LAFC's schedule, they are away at Columbus on the Saturday, right, the 21st. And so with them traveling and doing all that, they're not going to want it on Tuesday either, more than likely. And so that's going to push it. But I'm pretty sure the Galaxy having a game on Sunday is going to push this to the 25th. I know that some of the Google calendars and stuff like that already said the 24th. That is not locked in
1: yeah um, that's what i was gonna say if, if you go to google it will tell you that the game is happening on uh, on the 24th but that's because that was one of the windows based on getting the h1 that's what it signed them up for but i think i, I remember i forgot who said it but they said that it, there's a possibility where just all the round of 16 games happen on a wednesday just because of scheduling anyway yes they have those two days calendared but it might just work out where you just have them all played on the same day.
0: I, I think that they regardless as they say, I, I think they knew what everybody else sort of knew just based on all the teams and all the schedules the possible like all you have to yeah, do is go May look is at a crazy who, month. Yeah. Yeah. Just look at all the games that are sort of going to be played and all these different things. So it is very, very likely that the LA Galaxy will host LAFC on the 25th. We are expecting that if you are a season ticket member that you will get tickets to this game for free. That is usually what happens. We will see if that sticks out, but I imagine that's the case. Here's the thing though and i'm going to tell you this the the players the players probably are fine with this game right in terms of uh, the la galaxy as a front office are probably fine with this game the people who have to put on the events in the stadium are like you got to be kidding me R- <laughs> right i mean and, yeah. and and that's not a that's not a like a, a mean thing it's just this went from a us open cup game to yeah. the biggest game in los angeles on a wednesday night in <laughs> may
1: which which is kind of the the beauty of it because like okay you know let's let's prepare for battle but let me do it after i work my my nine to five shift or or whatever i have during the regular day that that's what makes it difficult is because it's like okay you're gonna have have the whole day midweek have to go to work the next day presumably uh so if you know if you're requesting you know pto make sure you get that uh that Thursday off that way you can, you know, enjoy, take a nice nap, enjoy the live show, the recap afterward. Uh, Yeah. Because it's, it's probably going to be a a raucous atmosphere because there's, yeah, everyone's going to want to show up to that game. Season, season ticket holders usually are able to get rid of their U S open tickets. Uh, you know, it's, 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 it's hard to give them away actually sometimes. But I think, I think this one you're going to see everyone want to take advantage
0: of Well, not only that, but this game gets so big that it almost flips the script on everything, which is, Maybe you look at the Houston game before that and it's not as important game for you now. And all of a sudden, Wednesday is the more important game, right?
1: I actually would agree with that. Yeah, (laughs) I I think now that you are playing MLS level competition, this is not B team time. And this is you can sniff now a a spot, uh, you know, a a trophy. I think you do flip it. And I think, you know, that's why these next few games against Dallas and Minnesota, if they're favorable outcomes, then you could say, yeah, maybe we can afford to to kind of walk through the, the, you know, I don't think Danny or the players are ever going to officially say that. Right. But I think that's, that's not a bad plan.
0: No, I, I and I think, I think that's what happens. So again. A lot of things. I have to imagine that if you're the coaching staff, you're sort of like, oh, come on, right? I mean, like, it's one of those things. It's it's fine. Everybody will be okay. I don't want you to think that the Galaxy are, are scared of playing LAFC. That's not it. It's just that it makes this a very, very important game, and it was a semi-important game before. Now it's the most important game that week, and the Galaxy, I think, have three home games that week whenever you count this one. So all of a sudden... This a midweek El Trafico is like the most important one. That's that's nuts. Just a a draw of one ball all of a sudden. And now now you have uh, now you have three home games. You know, now you have three home games One week, and them and Houston won't be the most important game and Austin won't be the most important game. The most important game is going to be the one that probably gets played on Wednesday. I, I would like to say the Wednesday date is not confirmed. Ticketing information is not confirmed. We're supposed to get that information on Friday morning, so we'll yeah, they, min- we'll find they that out.
1: mentioned that the the schedules were going to be officially released. They have the, they released the windows that the games were going to happen. From right. uh, round of sixteen is the twenty fourth and twenty fifth. The quarterfinals are June twenty first and June twenty second. Semifinals June twenty sixth or July twenty sixth and July 27th and then the final September 7th. So they have those dates, but the official schedules have not come out yet.
0: Yeah. And so, and now you have an actual bracket as well. This is the bracket. This is how it will go. You now know, by the way, whoever made this bracket, I would like to beat over the head with something heavy. Um, you don't. What's wrong with it? Wh- what is wrong with it, Eric? Do you have the Northeast and top left corner? which would should be either a Western side (laughs) or something like that. You can't
1: put the West on the left, put the
0: West on the left, right? (laughs) Put the East on the right. Like the Northeast should be on the right. The Southeast should be on the bottom, right? Which means the West, you know, the West one where those teams are, it's probably a lower left team. And maybe you put the central up top, but somebody decided to put the Northeast in the top left-hand corner, which makes me want to like flip it around and mirror it. That's, (laughs) that's what it makes me want to do. You know
1: what? You're right thank you. I, 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 I like to say you're overthinking this. It's not that big of a deal, but you're hundred percent
0: right. i was I was one hundred percent right, right. That's <laughs> I mean, i'm not I'm not crazy. I know what I'm talking about. So, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's one of those that it's like, this makes a whole bunch of sense. I'm actually working on flipping it right now. So that's, uh, I will, I will fix <laughs> we'll make this. our own break. I will fix this for everybody there. Now, there we go. That, that feels better. The West <laughs> is on the bottom. The, everything's backwards, but it makes me feel a lot better. So, there go. um, problem so solved, problem solved. <laughs> we fixed. We once again, solved the world's problems <laughs> we on, did it. on we corner did of the it, galaxy. Joe. We did it. Joe. <laughs> Every time you send me that gift, I crack up. It doesn't matter. We did it, Joe. Good job. Uh, Uh, so that's where we sit, uh, for the U S open cup, uh, massive game. Now, uh, I wouldn't be surprised, Eric, if this goes nationally televised, um, as well, because
1: if you're ESPN on a Wednesday, I don't know what else. I mean, NBA playoffs, I guess maybe playoff hockey. We'll see where it bumps up against, but you know, maybe ESPN too. Yeah. I I think you have to, you have to put this on, on the regular TV. This,
0: This game sells out, right?
1: Uh, no,
0: no. No, I say no. Yes, I say no yes I, say no. yes, yeah, I say no
1: because I think midweek still it's still a challenge. It, it sells, will be. It will be. It will not sell
0: out. It sells out. It's about 20, (laughs) 26,000 something people will be there. I I don't, I don't think it's a thing. By the way, Patrick says this will be the most watched us open cup game in history by a mile. Very well could be.
1: That's fair. Um,
0: I don't know. Seattle had some Seattle and Portland have had some games where I'm sure the, we all watched and tuned in. I always like to see Clint Dempsey, like tear up a a red card or or, or something like that. (laughs) Classic
1: moment. He's being inducted to the hall of fame for for that move.
0: Good job. job.
1: I mean, despite that move. Yeah.
0: Okay. Very good. Yeah. (laughs) Feel the berm says ABC seven, put it, put it on local. Let's, (laughs) let's jack it up. What what else is going on on Wednesday night? Who else is playing? Come on. Let's, let's get this thing rolling. Um, we look at the LA galaxy schedule. Obviously we don't have the open cup game in there with the Dallas game is coming up. We have Minnesota galaxy will travel to Minnesota, which just by the way had to finish their U S open cup game this morning after they got like 80 mile an hour winds and like two feet of water on the field last night before (laughs) the first half. Um,
1: which, uh, if you haven't lived outside of Southern California, I'm learning this. That's exactly what it's like rain, thunder, hail. Oh, yeah. And then the next day, just a beautiful day, beautiful. like nothing ever happened. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah, I, I can I can relate to that now.
0: Yeah, yeah it, it is. It is. Well, I was there in Dallas. It rained and it poured and then the sun was out and I was, you yeah. know, leaving. So not a problem. Um, so they have the Minnesota game uh, and then the Galaxy home and we will host Houston home face Austin. And then there's that LAFC game is put in between that week as well. Uh, the big deal here is that the LA Galaxy do sort of start to round out their home games more um, and the Galaxy have sort of been behind on one home games, something Greg Vanny pointed out, by the way, in one of our calls. And I can't remember which he said, well, you have to remember a lot of the teams that are above us have had more home games than away games. Right. And it's like, he's, he's not wrong, but that means the LA galaxy have to win their home games, which is something that you expect them to do, but not necessarily something that they always do.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I'm looking at it by, by one or two. It is, it
0: is, it is, but at one or two, you're looking at 10% of like the points that you have. Right. I mean, even like, which,
1: which, okay. Okay. I'm looking at the rest of the, of the. It's, of the Western Conference. It's not
0: wrong. Look at uh, Dallas's Na- home. Nashville,
1: Nashville is the only other one that is below the Galaxy. Everyone else is either equal or above them.
0: And, so, this, yeah. and this May is one of those months that sort yeah. of starts to, to rectify that a little bit. So something to watch. Uh, the June schedule pretty light. As we know, we have international break coming up. So LA Galaxy will host Portland, uh, away to San Jose, and then home to Minnesota again. You're going to get Minnesota out of the way and Austin out of the way rather quickly here in the next two months. They're just done and done. Um, Which I
1: think is a good thing. I think with Austin, depending on on how their season goes, you have the mental edge on them right now, and then you're going to get them at home and be done with it. I think that's I think that's a good thing. And then Minnesota, uh, they they look to be I don't know they kind of that middle of the pack, but they they always seem to to. to play the galaxy tough. So but, I, I'm, ex- I'm glad to get those out of the way,
0: by the way, Ephra's Ephra's right foot in our a chat room says, Josh gets easily triggered by soccer graphics. Like when the galaxy put out their lineups, I, I talked to somebody <laughs> about that. They could care less. I just would like to point out, could care less. Doesn't yeah. does not care, <laughs> will not change, does not matter. Who cares about formations and, and, and making fans smarter does not care. Not there. So uh, Eastern Conference, Philadelphia Union, uh, still at the top. By the way, the Galaxy have 19 points. Philadelphia Union have 19 points. Tell me how good the Philadelphia Union are. Again, oh my God, they're the best team ever in the history of teams. They're so good. They have the People same number of points. Yep, are saying that. Yeah, they, are they saying that? I don't know. I Did you hear me <laughs> flip? Did you hear me flip on Monday where I said the Eastern Conference might be the more difficult conference this year? No. Oh, yeah. I'm starting to oh. feel it. Do you, do you want to wow. know? Do you want to know? Why me, is that? Do you want to know my reasoning for it? I'm going to sure. show you the Supporter Shield standings. Tell me the top four teams uh, are all Western Conference teams. <laughs> it's all
1: Western Conference, yeah.
0: Yeah, so so you would say, oh, well, they're the better conference. No, I think there are more run over. I think there are some worse teams on the Western Conference this year. and lower, that's Lower why, floor. Lower floor, and that's okay. why. So it's one of those. Because if you go and look at this Eastern Conference team, there's not... I mean, FC Cincinnati's in fifth. They're not yeah. a run over anymore. Chicago, the Galaxy played Chicago. They're not easy to run over. Miami, Miami is can be a train wreck, capable but, but yeah. they can win they're Tor- turning it on Toronto is better than they were last year and Bob Bradley has them pointing in the right direction New England is like the sleeping giant you know they're going to be good but they're not good yet but you still don't want to play them DC United Columbus Charlotte has been winning games Atlanta even though they lost to Nashville that in that was did you watch that open cup that was a Zubac game
1: <laughs> the the iest goal you'll, you'll ever see it so, is it happy is. for you Ethan Zubac to, to get on the score sheet it is for Nashville but Man. <laughs> man did you make that hard on yourself
0: well i mean nobody was with him to be fair it's not like he had any support it was him in like against four guys and he stopped but,
1: per- but that's why it's the zoo like the <laughs> that was just pure perseverance right. that, that's what got him that goal and that that credit to him because he gives he gives that i'll give him that
0: right I, I don't know if i got to this super chat uh jonathan said uh gave us ten dollars he said i got nothing to add but the money so i wanted to make sure i get that i get talking and i forget about where they are so um, but yeah, so, so Zubak, uh, getting the goal in that one. So like I was saying, that's, that's sort of when we look at the Eastern conference, I'm not sure they're as, uh, they're not, they're not as second division-y as they were last year. I'm just paying attention to some of them because Vancouver <laughs> yeah. is not a good team. Seattle and league play hasn't been a good team, but I expect that to change now that yeah. they are going to be focused on it. Kansas city has been oddly struggling. I really don't like the fact that there are all these good teams underneath the line. <laughs> it makes me yeah. very uneasy, um, in a lot of these things. But at the same point, some of those teams have not been playing well. Um, and so, you know, you sort of sit there and say, okay, I, I see it. Galaxy are third in the Western conference, third in the Sporter shield. Um, so, you know, again, uh, top four teams are all Western conference teams, LAFC, Austin, LA and Dallas. Now the LA galaxy have beaten LAFC, the LA galaxy have beaten Austin. Now they're going to play the number four team that is tied with them on points. These teams are eerily similar. Um, in a lot of ways, especially whenever you look at the defenses and stuff like that. So uh, before we get too into that, let's uh, let's get into our preview. Are you ready to start talking about Dallas or did you want to add something before we no, go? No, th-
1: I, uh, I am ready. I am ready to talk about
0: that. All right. LA Galaxy versus FC Dallas coming up on Saturday. Uh, this game is a 7.30 p.m. Uh, start time tv tar- start time tv is going to be spectrum SportsNet and lagalaxy.com just remember that for all of you uh who are who are paying attention the kickoff seven thirty eight. now everybody say it with me when spectrum hosts a game it's eight minutes after the start time all right uh i talked to nikki k who was out at training today we have the training uh interview because i think nikki was out there and damian was out there it's been it's been a light week with everybody I, sort of scrambling around well, yes
1: I also noticed did you notice Nikki's training for set pieces oh she's working you, on her headers that was see, impressive
0: did you see that I texted her <laughs> yeah. I told her I g- can you imagine trying to do that in heels I would have broken something
1: <laughs> no I can't imagine I, trying to. why do that.
0: did I not grab that video god I'm an idiot that would have been a good video to have Nikki <laughs> next time
1: she's in the seat you gotta, you gotta yeah
0: have that ready to roll absolutely um so so yeah so she's uh she was out there and I think Damien was out there I think that was the only two that were out there Every, it's been a really crazy week with press and just everybody flying all over over the place so I can understand uh why everybody's sort of being pulled in multiple directions but Damian did a good job and got us a little update on Victor Vasquez who was training fully yesterday who trained fully today who will train fully tomorrow it does look like he is expected to be available and I would almost expect him to start which is sort of crazy and you're like there's no way but whenever he goes like 45 to 60 minutes every game you can sort of afford to start him um in those roles so we'll see uh if yeah that's they the
1: case. they they desperately need him, and I think if he's been in full training, why not? You, you, the Galaxy, just they can't seem to put the offense together. So it's funny when you say the teams are eerily similar. I think the Dallas offense has been clicking. And so that's where the, I think
0: they're not similar. <laughs> hey, Jesus, you know, Jesus Ferreira is so much. And his dad is David Ferreira, right? Everybody knows that, right? Yes. Like that was that was a, a, the FC Dallas stalwart F- for, for yeah. so many years. <laughs> and, now, and now he's out there and he's got uh, seven goals right now. Yeah, he has seven. Um, yeah. he has seven goals seven goals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And an assist. So he is their, their best player. In eight. So, uh, let me give you the records. The galaxy six, two and one for 19 points. FC Dallas five, one and four for 19 points on the road. FC Dallas is Oh one and three. So FC Dallas has not won on the road this year. Just gotten three points from those, but it was only lost by the way.
1: They've only lost once. That was, was it away at new England. <laughs> yeah. East coast road trip. Yeah. One, nothing. So, well, one, nothing yeah. lost. One to new no, England. Yeah. So, so that's, that's impressive to me that yeah. they've only lost one game. Uh, You know, so there are one, two, three, eight games, eight games unbeaten. Yes. Which is... Hell of a shriek.
0: Yeah, 5 0 3 in those eight games. Um, whenever they go. Their last win was against Seattle. Now, this was a Seattle team that was still probably drunk. <laughs> yeah, they um, were hungover. <laughs> they were, uh, for sure they were hungover. They might have still been drunk. Um, and they didn't bring a whole bunch of people, so they beat them 2 nothing at home. Uh, that was last weekend. Um, and then uh their last loss, as you said, was back in uh March, March 5th, by the way, the beginning of March, March 5th. Uh I was talking to Scott French a little bit about FC Dallas. He goes, he goes, Don't pay any attention to them. This is what they do every year. They start fast and they fade into the <laughs> night and you won't see them. And I, I thought that was that was sort of interesting. But um, I did do a, a deep dive on them today. I did look at some how they play. I went back and watched a couple games um, just to sort of see what I could feel, you know, how they play. Um, as I said, their defenses are eerily similar, but they are not reliant on their defense. Their offense is very good. Jesus Ferreira is very good. I'll tell you right now, the guy who, outside of Ferreira, and Ferreira, I think, uh, Eric, whenever I watch him, is a different player. He has the ability, even though they're going to play sort of in a 4 3 3 with Ferreira in that center spot up top and that three man line, but he doesn't always lead on that line. He loves to suck back in and play yeah. the 10 spot and create and divide and sort of find the in between passes. And when they added somebody like Paul Areola, who is very good on this FC Dallas team, they have, they, they cook for, with fire
1: yeah, and then Alan Velasco as well. Velasco's another guy who's just you know th- that front three is scary and I think that's that that's what makes me nervous about this this game is you have a galaxy team who struggled to score and and an FC Dallas team who has firepower, real firepower. Uh, you know, the galaxy are not going to be able to to sit back, you know, I think you know, They've been, you know, having the shutouts and the defense has been solid, but they're they're truly going to be put to the test in this game against a formidable opponent.
0: Joe says you're going to start your own FC Dallas podcast here pretty soon. (laughs) there's actually
1: uh, Texas soccer, North Texas soccer is a popular thing. Yeah, there's a lot going on over here. So yeah, there's they don't need another one. Is the point I'm trying to make? Okay, 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 (laughs) good.
0: Um, Well, the big thing I pulled from uh, Velasquez as well is set pieces. FC Dallas is good on set pieces. Um, Velasquez takes a lot of them. He has a dangerous shot Oh, Velasco. Sorry. Um, Velasco takes a lot of those. Um, and he has a good right and left foot. Um, yeah. I saw him take corner kicks, uh, with Matt hedges in there, who tends to get his head on the ball a lot that LA galaxy. You're going to have to, I mean, we know one of the Achilles heels of the LA galaxy is set piece defending, and I'm telling you FC Dallas is yeah. a good set piece <laughs> team. So yeah. there is there, you know, whenever you're looking at how they match up, I don't like this matchup. I don't think they match up. Well, <laughs> I think FC I'm Dallas with you on this, right? Yeah, I think FC funny. Dallas is, is, is a better team when you match these two teams up.
1: I think a, a couple of weeks ago, when we were talking about okay, the galaxy formation is not working. You know, we need Jovalich in there. Let's let's tinker with the four four two. And there was that talk of okay, let's wait till we're home against Dallas, and then we can you know kind of play around with the lineups. I don't think <laughs> this isn't the game where you're no. going to be able to toy around and test things out. I think this is. I, I'm I'm right there with you. I do not have a good feeling about this game. I, I don't, and it's because uh the galaxy offense has been sputtering and i just have to i have to go with what my eyes have been telling me uh i was on twitter a little bit before this uh you know just making the joke okay cel trafico that's going to be the moment that kevin cabral finally breaks through and you know and makes his moment i think chris tucker made a joke tweet but i've been i've been making that joke for the last 3 games right this is the cabral brace Cabrals finally gonna break through. This is Cabrals' moment. I've been doing it like tongue in cheek to like kind of will it into existence. Right. And I finally given up. So I just have to say, <laughs> prove me wrong. Until yeah. until I see differently, I'm just gonna be on the hater train. He can join the the Jack McBean coulda woulda shoulda all stars for right now until he climbs out of
0: it. Jack McBean was robbed. Was robbed. <laughs> um, but he, fought. yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's a
1: whole nother podcast. We could do a whole another. Uh, 10 minutes
0: on that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, the whole day, I, I would like to point out, and, and I did watch the Open Cup game, FC Dallas did lose to Sporting Kansas City four to two. They were in Sporting Kansas City. That game went to extra time and they had to play 120 minutes, not that it was competitive in extra time because they got a red card just before. Yeah. Um, the
1: 90, 90 yeah. plus eight. Yeah, it was it was a, a red card in like 90 plus six and then the the free kick led to, I, I watched the end of it Yeah, just out of curiosity to, to see how, you know, if Dallas was playing any starters. Ferrer was playing at the end of that game. Velasco was playing at the end of that game. So they did have some starters, you know, go into extra time and have their hearts ripped out. And so that could be a good thing for the LA Galaxies. They're coming in a little a little defeated, a little wounded. So that, that plays at the Galaxy's favor.
0: Yeah, and so, uh, you know, the travel on that whole thing as well is 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 interesting to sort of follow around. So, um, But listen, these guys now travel home the night of. This is not like whenever they had to wait for commercial and they'd have to go back to the hotel <laughs> and they'd have to sleep. And then they would get up early in the morning in order to get on the flight the first thing, like the first commercial flight. Those days are sort of past us now, which is kind of crazy. I, I really, I almost dare MLS to try to bring it back. It's like, go ahead, go ahead. I'll tell the players they're not allowed to yeah. fly on charters take, anymore.
1: Take, take a Southwest and connect in uh Topeka. Yeah. yeah. Uh, have fun. Have fun telling your players that after you give them a little taste taste of the good life.
0: Uh, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, one of the places that I think the Galaxy do have a little bit of an advantage over FC Dallas is on the pressure front. Um, I think a good uh, forward press on FC Dallas can uproot them. I don't think their defense passing out of the back is as solid as it has. And you certainly saw Sporting Kansas City catch them a couple times on that. Um, I could also say that might be one of the cases with the LA That's... Galaxy as well, right?
1: <laughs> I was going to say that strength of the LA Galaxy is actually what works against them because then FC Dallas springs on the counterattack and and that's where that's where FC Dallas is more dangerous so right. where where are a teams successful against the LA Galaxy the ones who could spring a counterattack and FC Dallas can do that so, so that makes me nervous
0: So here's the deal if you look at the MLS website the LA Galaxy are heavily favored in this game heavily i think also, they're minus 120 like they, they yeah
1: minus one twenty on Bavada yeah 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 so five thirty eight I don't know if you want to get let's, to let's that go. too
0: let's go five thirty eight uh here yeah. here's your five thirty eight go ahead tell them. So,
1: LA Galaxy has a 50% chance to win, FC Dallas with only a 24% chance and then 27% chance for a draw, which compared to the whole league slate, which is what I like to do, the Galaxy have the second highest predictability to win. NYC with 55% over Columbus is the only one with a higher percentage. Chicago also has a 50% win chance against FC Cincinnati. But uh, whenever 538 has the Galaxy heavily favored, I, I, I duck and cover. Yeah, that's when that's when I know things are going to go wrong.
0: You should. And and by the way, we just got a twenty dollar super chat from Kyle. Kyle, thank you very much. Appreciate that. Yeah, Kyle. Kyle's just rocking it. So uh, we appreciate that. Thank you, Kyle.
1: Thanks, Kyle. Appreciate that.
0: Uh, Five thirty eight. I mean, this this to me, the twenty four percent for FC Dallas has me taking FC Dallas like that is a road dog. Yes. You know, it's like, listen, you're probably going to lose your money because I could see this game very easily being a draw. Um, but at the same time, just the fact that you have the potential to make so much more money, if you're betting this game, I'm taking FC Dallas. I don't like the way these teams match up. And I don't think 538 takes that into account very well.
1: Man, I, I don't like this.
0: You don't use, I know.
1: I, I was coming into this saying, okay, Josh is is the Boy Scout. He's gonna be saying, "Don't don't let the Cal United game fool you. The Galaxy is gonna be ready. They're gonna be ready for FC Dallas. They're gonna play well and they're gonna win this game." And I was gonna have to be the bad guy and say, "Actually, Josh, they're not. They're gonna lose it." And here we are agree, now agreeing again. Wait, hold on. I, I think they lose this game. Oh. I, I think the, the the matchup is not great for the Galaxy. I think Dallas is a team that can kill them on the counter, and the Galaxy just haven't had their finishing boots on. They're they're. They haven't been able to put the ball in the back of the net in in bunches. And I, d- I just don't feel confident. They can prove me wrong, but I, ha- I just have to believe what my eyes have been showing me for the last few games.
0: I said if the Galaxy were if I was betting this game, I didn't say I thought that's how it would go. <laughs> oh, okay. um, because there is something that I think that maybe you're it, one thing is you're not you're not giving the travel uh, enough weight. And that is a, a real thing. So even if you think these teams are even. Or even with FC Dallas slightly ahead, you have to pull them back. Even with the traveling, okay? I would pull
1: them back if it was midweek travel. It's, but I think
0: it's it's travel. Eh. It's travel. Travels
1: travel. All right. All it's right.
0: Right. travel. Right. West is it's easier to go west than it is to go east. I will give you that. All right. So they'll they'll be okay. Um, but it'll also be nine thirty body clock for them. Woohoo body clock time. So nine thirty body clock will be a lot later for them. That I think takes into account. The other thing is you're worried about the counterattack, and I will say the LA Galaxy are one of the best teams in major league soccer at stopping counterattacks.
1: Which Sega that's why we love Sega this season. He he's been an absolute monster back there. And same with Williams, break breaking things up in the back. So I'll I'll give you that. Okay. They have handled it well.
0: They, they handle, as, but, as, as but Greg I, but would say, it
1: still makes me nervous.
0: As Greg would say, they handle transitions well, right? He talks about transitions. That's transition. He said, "No, oh, well, you know, we handle most of them pretty well." They have done a very good job with that. So I think there's that. Um, I think if you get Victor Vasquez back and in playing this, I think the Galaxy score goals. Um, he just he has an ability to create, uh, and I think he creates space for other people as well. I think Cabral is going to start this game. Certainly by the lineups that Greg Vanny put out for Open Cup, you would say Cabral is yeah. starting. Um, you he would was say. Saving it, him you would say that Jovalich is not starting, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, but, and, and again, I thought, you know, the two forward things, Greg has been dipping his toe into it rather aggressively in the last three games at all competitions of looking at the two strikers and looking at the two strikers. He's trying to give them time to work it out. He's trying to give them time to figure it out, but you can't look at Jovalich and Grand Sioux and say, that was a great two striker sort of set. It wasn't. Um, but that also has to do with the midfield that I think is, has yeah. been completely but, lacking any creativity. So that's a part that's of it also, too
1: that's also throwing spaghetti against the wall with the grand sir as a forward. Like that's not, that's not really a true two forward link up, uh, but I think the, the pressure and the challenge needs to be on Chicharito needs to, to get back on the score sheet. And I think Douglas Costa, he needs to show up as well. I think it's time he's been, had some lackluster performances. I'm someone who's defended him and seen the potential there, but the output hasn't been there. And so, so I think it's time we're 10 games in. Let's we'll start seeing some output from
0: him. He he's not that tall. Did you know Douglas Costa? He's not uh, that tall. Like, I'm not I, I saw him last night, and he was he was a lot sh- He was like shorter than me. I was like, okay, you know, Javi is. Th- Surprisingly, a little bit taller, like uh, almost he as tall, tall as me. Yeah, yeah. he looks. Yeah, he, he's like five eleven, I think, like right in there. Which I'm five eleven and three quarters. So I bet if we went back to back, I would just barely. <laughs> I'll say you him. can't
1: be five eleven and three quarters because I'm five
0: eleven and. Three no, I'm five eleven and three quarters. I was a quarter <laughs> inch from being. Uh, oh, do I have
1: to pull up the picture where where I'm a little bit taller standing
0: next to you? <laughs> I don't. You know what? You have no, platform. I'm in mean my then. Skechers. Were, my it, Skechers lift. Yeah, was, yeah. It was kind of <laughs> slanted. I'm pretty sure the ground was slanted. So um that was it. But anyway. Uh, yeah, that's where it's at, uh, LA galaxy and FC Dallas coming up. I think it's, so I think it's going to be an ugly game again. I think the galaxy have been uglying it up, but they, they, they they do well at doing that. I think embracing that is not a problem. The thing is, if you can ugly it up on the defensive side and break things down and make it look choppy on the defensive side, but still create chances and score chance, you are a good team. Um, and so,
1: (laughs) so you're telling me if you can stop the other team from scoring, exactly score goals that d- makes you, okay, let me
0: write this down. <laughs> if you can <laughs> disrupt what Dallas is trying to do. And I think the galaxy have been very good this year at disrupting almost every team they played against from doing what they want to do. Um, yeah, and so that, Im- that's
1: fair. Im- and I, and I think, sorry, sorry no, to good. cut you off here, but, but I think this, we've been gritting our teeth about it, but I think over these first 10 games, this has been the galaxy's identity is they're going to get in there and, and ugly it up or muck it up whatever you want to say. That's their identity. and, to their detriment to where they even use that identity against Cal United strikers that that was, you know, they kind of, one at the ugly way. They got they got the points. They they got the they got through at the end of the day. I think that's the end goal. They're not trying to do it with flash. They're not trying to do it. They're just at the end of the day, let's have more goals than the other team, and that's it. That's all that's important. Doesn't matter the style. Doesn't matter how you do it. And I think that's their identity that Vanny is imprinting on them this season.
0: Yeah, I, I, Mr. Pavino, uh, Matt goes uh, impose our will to play ugly ball. Absolutely, <laughs> ugly it up. Ugly no one to,
1: uglies like we do.
0: Yeah, that's right. You want to, you know what? You want embrace it. Be the ugliest team in Major League Soccer. You want to make the game. Everybody. Oh, you know what? It's so boring to watch the Galaxy. Yeah, it's really boring whenever the Galaxy are up at number top, number two, number one yeah. in the Western Conference, looking down at all those pretty teams. Oh, look how pretty you are, teams.
1: Yeah. Uh, ask Ask early two thousands Jose Mourinho. You know about beautiful football. So, yeah.
0: No, no. Where did <laughs> i it, it, Don't Don't get hung up on it. So uh this is going to be a really interesting game. I think the Galaxy end up uh, pulling this one out, but um, a, again. If you're betting, it's really hard for me not to take the underdog if you're if you're gonna do that. Um, just because I think there's a good chance that FC Dallas does come in there and, and do some things. Galaxy scoring first is gonna be um you know That's it, it's it's scoring important. early. Yeah.
1: Scoring early, I think is scoring first and scoring. I mean, obviously <laughs> scoring, you're scoring first, more. But goals I think getting getting an getting an early goal has whenever the galaxy score early, you feel really good about about how they do it. And I know that seems silly, but I think that tells you the intensity that they come out with. If they're clicking, you know, they'd have to build themselves into a game. That's a problem. But when they come out and they're clicking already, I mean, that's, that's crucial. So I think if they catch FC Dallas sleeping, that that'd be fantastic. I, and I, I, just see uh Robert said in the chat last time they played them, uh, you know, when they played them away at Dallas, that was the peppy hat trick game. We, we gave, ricardo pepe a career so let's not give anyone a european career on this game maybe that's a low bar let's <laughs> that, set it right there that's let's a, not give anyone you know a not a bundesliga contract based on their performance
0: what, against us. what 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 you did was you got you gave fc dallas money ricardo pepe yeah. doesn't have a career he just <laughs> he's just now playing someplace where he won't get a lot of playing time and fc dallas cashed in on him they did a great well, job you know
1: that's my other joke you know if, if uh <laughs> kevin cabral is on the jack mcbean could have should have with all stars then ricardo pepe's on the the eddie johnson you know
0: flash in the pan all-stars maybe cabral could do that he scores like two hat tricks in a row and then you sell them right that's it you just that'd be great that's what you want all right very good uh la galaxy face off against fc dallas coming up on saturday 7 30 p.m is your tv start time spectrum Sportsnet, joe kobe and nikki on that call and then of course uh you have lagalaxy.com Um, if you are within the normal watch area, so you will be able to watch it. You're not blocked out. If you're in the normal watch local watch area, if you're outside the local watch area, you should be able to watch it on ESPN plus. So those are your. Sure. That's how you can sort of make that happen and uh, do all that stuff. So uh, hope everybody is there. It's nineties night. Twizzle is going to return. Um, yes, we didn't talk about Twizzle.
1: The return of Twizzle.
0: Um, I am. I am very very excited to see Twizzle in the flesh. I've never seen Twizzle in person, so this will be my first time in person twizzling. Um, so I'm. I'm pretty excited <laughs> about it. I'm pretty. pretty Again, pumped. He,
1: he's. You know what, what? legends are made out
0: of? Yeah, you he, know? he absolutely. So. Uh, so that's where we're. Uh, that's where we're rocking and rolling. Hopefully we'll see everybody out there. Just a reminder at half time bottom of the press box stairs if you want to come say hi i am there there are always people there you're more than welcome to just come on over join the circle start talking la galaxy say hi that type of fun stuff so uh, i will be there at the bottom of the press box stairs to say hi to everybody yes
1: actually that's that's my favorite part is when people come to the meetup and don't end up talking to us. They have their own side conversations. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah, you made like friends. Yeah. We connected people. Yeah. Like that. That that feels good. That's my favorite. Part.
0: Except in real life, whenever you have like a good friend, and then you connect somebody with like there, then all of a sudden like <laughs> they become best friends with and your then, best friend, and then you're not. <laughs> then you're cut out of it, and you're like, yeah, and then what it the? turns
1: out it's it's just Josh and Larry talking to Talk, each other. Oh, Even I, though Larry's Larry's retired. But but I'm saying then you know everyone else kind of okay. We're, yeah. we're done talking to the podcast people. We're we're good to go.
0: All right, uh, that'll do it, Eric. Anything else? You good? No, I think
1: we're good. Prove me wrong, Ellie Galaxy. I don't have faith right now. I'm <laughs> down bad. All right. Get me out of this slump.
0: Tell people where they can find you. Let's go.
1: All right. As always, you can find me on Twitter at HammerEV. You can also follow me on Instagram at GalaxyProfile. That's Galaxy, P-R-O-F-O-U-L.
0: All right. If you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at JGESMN, J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N, and of course, at GalaxyPodcast. We have all our videos up there right now. Subscribe on our YouTube. Subscribe, uh, you know, uh, Spotify, Apple Play, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. I don't know. Anywhere you can find podcasts. Subscribe, like, leave us a review. We really it. Like the video.
1: It. If you're in the chat right now, like the video.
0: There you go. Smash that like button. Right? Is that what you're <laughs> supposed to say? I'm yeah, pretty smash sure. smash that like button. Okay. We're
1: doing an unboxing next week. That's, <laughs> I love it.
0: All right. For Eric, the Portuguese Hammer of era, I'm Josh Pato Gesserman. You've been listening to and watching Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Have a great one, everybody.